With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates, young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, and welcome to the MMQB NFL Thursday podcast. I am Gary Cramling. In just a moment, we need a better name than that at some point. Or maybe not. I kind of like the fact that name is so terrible. Uh, in just a moment, Connor Orr is going to be joining me. We are going to, uh, uh, as we do on the show, sort of deep dive a big feature story we've done at the MMQB. And we are turning the clock back a little bit on this. And, and let me explain, uh, because any good podcast starts with a, uh, uh, a two-in-depth explanation of the magazine production process. Uh, so Connor, back in September, does this cover story on Dak Prescott. And what we wanted to really look at was, uh, you hear it mentioned a lot, but we didn't know exactly what it meant. Sort of what's the value of being a cowboy? We know cow, you know, Dallas is a big market, uh, more more opportunities for advertisement deals, stuff like that. Um, but we, we wanted to kind of dive into that more than anyone had. Uh, the issue was we thought Dak was going to sign any day. I mean, we started this story right before the season. We thought he was going to sign any day. Uh, we close a magazine issue on Monday evenings. So like at six o'clock on Monday, there is nothing else you can do to change that story. If if Dak Prescott, uh, God forbid, was run over by a bus on Tuesday, can't do anything about it. Everyone on Thursday when they open their mailbox is going to get this issue. So 
we finished the story, closed the story Monday night, and and Connor, I'll bring you in now. I mean, we were uh, <laughs> we were sweating it out for three days, just being like, oh, he's gonna sign any day. <laughs> yeah, and and they were playing really well, and I think what really made me scared was during the reporting process. One of the things that became super clear about Jerry Jones was his desire to seize moments, you know. And mm-hmm. the Cowboys remember at the time that that story was coming out, right at the beginning of the season, they. Had that red hot start. We were talking about Kel, uh, you know, Kellen Moore as a as an offense as a head coaching candidate mm-hmm. after two weeks as an offensive coordinator, and it, it was it was the ideal time for Jerry Jones to slam a four hundred million dollar extension down all of our throats <laughs> and just totally screw over the <laughs> the, the process. Uh, I there are a lot of I mean doing this. I mean you know I, there are a lot of nights in this business where you don't sleep for various reasons out of sheer panic. That was the night where I just sat there refreshing the Twitter feed on my face, you know, because at some point all the people that you've been asking about Dak Prescott's contract have stopped returning your text messages because they're so annoyed about it with you. So it was like, oh, God, is this really going to happen? But no, here here we are. And he still hasn't. I I was going to say it's it's mid-December. He still does not have his next contract. Uh, And there are some complications. I I, I know you talked to some people after the story came out about uh, some 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 more complications that, that we didn't even uh, uh, cover as deeply in, in the story. Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of interesting factors here, and we can kind of break them down, but if you're Dak Prescott, there's almost the Kirk Cousins route that you can go in at this point, and I think, here's why this is interesting. We're re-entering a period of quarterback drought. I believe that. I think that there are going to be five or six teams that really need good, young starting quarterback talent next year, um, and Dak Prescott is going to become a valuable name on the market. And so that means that Dallas has a decision to make between the exclusive and the non-exclusive franchise tag. That's a difference of $8 million roughly. And then from there, that's the that's the basement of your contract negotiations, right? And, you know, Prescott should obviously be in that $35 million year range anyway, but um, he knows that he's in a position of power here in Dallas. They're not going to find anybody to replace him. He's arguably one of the three best quarterbacks in football this year, and so do you wait? Do you force them to tag you? And then that $33 million is, you know, the jumping point to a much more lucrative extension down the road, assuming that you stay healthy and that you continue to play well. I think that's one aspect of it. Um, and then the other aspect of it is, you know, I've heard from some people that, you know, we might be closing, you know, I'm not reporting that we're closing in on a new labor deal, the, the players union in the league, but there's obviously been some chatter about that. Mm-hmm. And so here's the flip side of it. I've heard from a few agents that in the past, when new labor deals have been struck, there have been owners who have been reticent to sign big deals in the immediate aftermath, because everyone's trying to figure it out, right? Where's the market inefficiency? Where can I get ahead? Where's the value here now that all everything's been reset? And there's an there's that immediate period where you can create advantages for yourself, but at the same time, you don't want to spend a lot of money because then you're behind the curve. Um, and, the, and then there are owners that'll just never spend any money because they're, they're bad <laughs> owners and they're not going to spend any money. So uh, it's interesting. And all along, you know, we've been talking about when is he going to sign and when is he going to sign. But all Dak Prescott has been doing is 
continuing to be one of the best quarterbacks in football. And I yeah. think that no matter how you look at it, I mean, if you're sort of a data-driven person, if you prefer the eye test, I mean, he has passed everything this year. And yes, the team is middling, but it is not his fault in any way, shape, or form. I was going to say, even the people who are most negative about Dak, if you want to if you want to say like, oh, against top defenses, against the Patriots, he struggled, against the Bears, he struggled, against the Saints, he struggled. That's, that's all well and good. But you look at the alternatives. Uh, you're not going to pluck one off the free agent market if you're the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have spent on all these guys mm-hmm. thinking that this is our window to win a championship. Uh, the exclusive versus non-exclusive, which is usually not interesting to me <laughs> at yeah. all, because yeah. it's always like, well, no one gives up two first round, you know, or, or whatever it is. Considering the Jalen Ramsey trade and the Khalil Mack trade, I mean, if you're out there and you need a quarterback, like, yeah, you're going to give up two first-round picks to sign Dak Prescott. If you're the Bears and you're already in full yellow mode, why not, yeah. right? I mean, you would totally do that. You would give up two first-round picks for Dak Prescott. I would tomorrow. He would look so good in Mad Maggie's offense. I mean, they would be, if, if they had Dak Prescott at the beginning of the season, they'd be at least the Vikings right now, they'd be yeah. in the fifth seed. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. (laughs) Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Um, let's get into this story a little bit. Again, the uh, the piece was uh, the SI cover story. What are the Cowboys worth to Dak? In case you want to uh, go look it up on your internet connection. Uh, so you were down there. I, I I know I didn't have a great understanding of what the star was. I mean, I knew vaguely what it what it included, and but I you know you can't really picture in your head and, and look it's the nfl everyone has nice facilities uh the bengals rent like a minivan and then <laughs> and then sit outside the arby's because the arby's will let you use the bathroom without buying anything uh, but other than that everyone else has really nice facilities but uh uh it, it was a little bit mind-blowing like listening to this uh you know when you were first telling me and then when you were writing the description of like what this thing is yeah so i i took a tour of the facility and it, when you walk in, I thought I was going into the wrong thing because you walk in and it is, it's all imported Italian marble in this foyer. And then you look above and it is a light sculpture that I later found out that one of the Joneses saw in San Diego and then just flew in the artist and made them recreate <laughs> for this. This is amazing. And then uh, so I, all along, you know, what really starts to become clear to me and when you talk to agents who have players on the team or that have signed big deals before is this is all part of the arm wrestling process for them, right? This is we can give you more things than anybody else can. And they'll point in the foyer, um, one direction is football operations, and on the other is they rent it out to businesses, right? So they're yeah. like, Merrill Lynch has an office right here, and, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's 10 or 20 big companies that have offices there. So if you ever need an internship, if you ever need business advice, if you ever need your roof redone, I mean, all these people are right down here, and, you know, that's sort of part of their deal. And then just all the amenities are just crazy. I mean, uh, a private elevator, hidden elevator to your valet um, so that you don't have to talk to anybody on the way out and you get your valet. The Cowboys Club, which we wrote about at the top of the story, was super mind-blowing to me because it's this idea of it's a no-cell phone club that overlooks the practice field. So if you're a member of the Cowboys Club, you're a local business person or whatever, mm -hmm. um, you pay like 30 grand a year and you can join the club. Um, you can work there. You can eat there during the day and literally just watch an entire Cowboys practice yeah. from start to finish. And then the Cowboys get to go into that club afterwards, you know, let's say that they want to meet with, if you're interested in software development or investing some of your money in uh, real estate, Emmett Smith has an office there. He's in a kind of a burgeoning real estate company um, sort of deal. If you want to meet with those guys, you get to have this private access, this beautiful, like, 
beautiful club and just hang out with all these important people. No one's allowed to have a cell phone, so you never get a picture taken of you. No one's allowed to ask for autographs. And it's really sort of, you know, on one hand, uh, Pleasantville for a player. Um, you know, uh, someone from the Chamber of Commerce told me, you know, Jerry Jones was the one banging the table for robotic cars from Audi. Audi wanted to test drive robotic cars, and there's all these developments where the players live around the facility, so it's great. They can come and drink at the club, and then they can get an Audi to pick them up with a robot in it and just drive them back to their house. <laughs> you don't have to drive anywhere. You have to do anything. Uh, it, it really, you know, if you if you look at it from that perspective, if you're a player, if you're a player's wife, if you're a player's family, you're like, my God, this is unbelievable. You know, it scared me a little bit. It was, you know, it Mm -hmm. gave me that Orwellian sort of feel to it a little bit when I was there because it's like, oh, my God, it's just it's football town. But incredible that they were able to do this. Right. I mean, Frisco, that part of Frisco was nothing. It yeah. was vacant farmland. There wasn't a toll uh, road to get off the highway to get to that portion of it. Uh, what it was it, 15 years ago? Now it's the fastest growing city in Dallas. I mean, Jerry Jones literally created something out of nothing, and they are just destroying it. I mean, Dr. Pepper is building a facility right next to their practice field mm-hmm. in Keurig, I think, too. But like, it's, it, it is a sight to be, it, it's a sight to be seen. So uh, Connor Orr is uh, with us talking about uh, his SI cover piece, What Are the Cowboys Worth to Dak? That was back in September, but we're talking about it now because he's still not signed. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously, so so the core of this is the Cowboys are basically, and, and they're right to an extent. Uh, you, you hate to be sort of mm-hmm. anti-player on this, but they are offering things that other franchises simply can't offer. But uh, this is an organization that kind of always had a, a, a history of, of kind of weird negotiating ploys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, before um, before the Jones family took over, I mean, it was that whole Gil Brandt, uh, Tech Schramm, you know, all those guys, and, and and that sort of thing. And it was really interesting because they they were innovative in certain aspects. They were the first team that really you know they partner with car dealerships, and so yeah, we're gonna pay you thirty grand less a year, but you're gonna have a free car, and mm-hmm. you know, they'll partner with steakhouses, so you just eat at the same. One guy told me I just ate at the same steakhouse every night for like. <laughs> like 90 days in a row uh they didn't cover alcohol which was smart on their behalf so Mm -hmm. players couldn't get drunk and they would get a free meal which is brilliant um but they were also like really quick to get everybody off-season jobs i mean think about roger staubach now um and sort of what he is known for in the business world um but back then and back then they were facilitating these relationships saying hey you want to get into developing you want to do this kind of stuff here go meet with some of these guys afterwards uh there's a guy that owns a million dollar software company that mm-hmm. you know got a tie in from the cowboys you know what, what was it, in 1982 when he was making minimum wage as a running back for the Dallas Cowboys and so they're interesting from that aspect the flip side of it was they could be very anti-player. One story that didn't make it into the magazine was they, they had the Cowboys TV network back then. Yeah. So they had their own TV channel. And so there was a draft pick that they were negotiating with, and they were trying to get him. He wasn't signing. And the dad, the father of the draft pick, um, everyone lived in Texas. They were from Texas and everything like that. And so they were saying on this, on their Cowboys network, like the chief negotiator of the Dallas Cowboys, this would be like Eric DaCosta of the Ravens, like on the Ravens network being like, man, wouldn't it be a shame if everyone went to the post office where this guy's dad worked and start talking oh, to man. him about why he hasn't signed <laughs> the post office on 321 Sycamore yeah. Drive in Amherst, you know? And so they, you know, they were trying to like strong arm these people into 
into signing these deals. And and I think that they were successful to a certain degree because, you know, they were, uh, you know, the kind of people who would call a guy's, you know, eighth grade English teacher and be like, hey, you should call this guy and tell him to sign. I mean, he's yeah. given up a million dollars. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and, and, and it would work. Um, but my favorite story that came out of that was Lee Steinberg, who's Patrick Mahomes' agent now, uh, Troy Aikman's agent uh, back in the day uh, in, in the 90s and 80s. Um, but he, uh, he had a player pre-Troy Aikman that wasn't signing, and the Cowboys offered him a horrible deal, and they were going on a preseason trip to London, and he still hadn't signed. So the chief negotiator of the Dallas Cowboys calls Lee Steinberg in a panic, and he goes, hey, uh, we're on the tarmac of LAX right now, um, and the plane's about to take off. How about you meet me here uh, with your client, and we'll flip a coin, and if it's heads, <laughs> you take our deal, and if it's tails, we'll take your deal. And he was like, no, that's, <laughs> that's a terrible, like, why would you think that I would agree to this? And, you know, obviously everything went the way it was. Lee's a good agent, and he got his client a good deal. But it's so funny to see how they've evolved a little bit, but not really, right? Yeah. You know, so you fast forward now to the Joneses and the marble foyer, everything is just a new version of the old thing. It's a trick. It's something yeah. that they use to their advantage. Jalen Smith signed a deal that, while it was good for him in the short term because he was coming off the knee injury, um, you know, he didn't reset the linebacker market, but it was a lot of guaranteed money for someone who had a catastrophic knee injury. You know, part of that is, okay, now we're going to sell your eyeglasses at the, um, you know, the team store. And mm -hmm. he wants to get into designer eyewear. And so, all right, well, we'll design all your eyewear and you get a section of that in the team, you know. And so they, they've always had this way of, you know, this idea of creating super teams and interesting ways of kind of jamming them all into the salary cap. Because look at these new deals. I mean, Lael Collins didn't reset the market. He had a high percentage of guaranteed money. I think he was the second highest amount of guaranteed money in the right tackle market, but didn't reset the market. Jalen Smith, um, you know, a lot of these guys aren't uh, breaking the bank when they probably could if they went to go hit free agency. Yeah, and uh, you know a, a lot of the stuff you just mentioned was was obviously was was pre Jerry Jones, um, but Jerry did just kind of pick up where they <laughs> left off when when he when he took it. If anything, just amplified this this whole uh, th this whole aspect even more. I talked to Stephen about that, Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, and you know, they, well, he didn't really say that he was. He thought they they're kind of doing their own thing, right? And uh, and I think there's certainly a way that you can see that they've definitely gone about it. Um, in a different way, but Jerry, in his own right, has been—I um, I hate to use the word—but almost Trumpian, right, in his negotiating tactics, mm -hmm. and that's gone all the way back to Troy Aikman, really the first big deal that he ever signed, and that was how the Cowboys used to be too. I mean, they used to slam guys for wanting too much money, and they would joke about, "Oh, well, how can you possibly?" turn down this much money and that plays in texas that plays in the south especially right where you're saying to people that maybe make 50 60 70 thousand dollars a year and build up your core fan base is that can you believe that this guy is turning down 30 million dollars mm -hmm. and these people aren't going on spo track and looking up you know average yeah. quarterback salaries and realizing how ridiculous it would be to take that deal but i think that jerry has mastered that Certainly, that aspect of it. Um, but what else he's been good at is the flip side of it. So Troy Aikman, who was the first person that he dealt with, was, oh, we're not paying this guy that much money. That's totally ridiculous. It's insane. 
and then you pay him the largest guaranteed contract in history for a quarterback, and then what do you do? You sell T-shirts that say the biggest quarterback contract ever signed in NFL history, and you advertise it like it's a circus. And Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, this happened last year where, oh, Zeke who and all this stuff, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they sign the deal, and they're selling Zeke who T-shirts at the, uh, at the team store. I mean, not a lot has changed with Jerry, which is why, um, you, know, in, you know, initially you and I were so afraid that Dak Prescott would sign that deal when he did because that was such a heightened window of relevance for the Cowboys. They were 3-0, and 2-0 at that point, I think, when the magazine came out. And, you know, what a time to put your foot down and be like, and guess what else we're doing, you know? And uh, it's, I'm, I'm a little bit amazed that it's gotten this far. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and, and look, there's a lot of stuff uh, in the past. You know, it, Jerry, obviously, uh, he, he likes to talk. He likes when the spotlight's on him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, uh, he enjoys the theater of all of this. But it, it has been strangely quiet on the DAC front for, uh, you know, and, and obviously they have the season going on and they, they have some issues on the field with that with that team right now. But um, you did talk to some people who, who tried their best to kind of put an approximate dollar value on what being the Cowboys quarterback is as opposed to being the quarterback of Team X in yeah. whatever, you know, whatever city you want to say. I think the comparison we used, and this is not an insult to the town, it's just you talk about market size and everything like that is like Jacksonville. So, you know, I, I was asking people, you know, give me a number. Dak makes X per year as a cowboy and X per year as an, just as a spokesperson for paid advertisements um, in Jacksonville. And the, you know, the responses that we got, I thought were really interesting because, um, you know, sort of an independent analysis thought on that would be maybe in the tens of millions, like 10 plus million more just for being a member of the Dallas Cowboys, which I thought was really interesting because, you know, it's like it's the star, it's the brand, it's the, you know, everybody uh, noticing you and seeing you and paying attention to you. The flip side of that is that there are people that have argued that that this is becoming increasingly irrelevant, which is hard for the Cowboys to have to combat because, you know, the example I got was, well, look at Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is a crappy market. Um, it's small. It's Yes, it's got a good fan base, but nothing close to the global reach of the Dallas Cowboys. And he's a huge spokesperson. You know, yeah. he's everywhere this year. Um, it's mostly about playing well on the field and off the field being an affable personality and showing up on time and being agreeable to, you know, pouring ketchup on your steak and saying your catchphrase 90 times with the same smile on your face. Like it's the funniest thing that uh, that has ever happened. So it's interesting that like convergence of those two thoughts. I, I, you know, if you would ask me where I came down on it personally, just thinking about it, I mean, I think it still absolutely helps because, it's not just the Tostitos ad or whatever, and all that stuff is huge, but it's the after career like cycle, the treadmill that you can get on, like if you really wanted to. And somebody put it to me this way they said, if you win a Super Bowl for this team, uh, you're making $100,000 a year for the rest of your life working how many home games? Eight home games. Yeah. Here. I mean, and, and, that's, and that's a lock. And, you know, uh, a lot of players probably make more than that in their post-career endeavors. Some obviously don't and struggle to have success. But if you're saying, I just want to be 
me for the rest of my life. Ezekiel Elliott, I want to, I want to do this the spoon thing, and and until I'm 68 years old and you know and you know can't move my shoulder anymore, I, this is all I want to do. And then here you go, you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year sitting outside signing autographs at the Tostitos pregame party, and you know you whatever ten grand a home game, and and there you go. That's that's your life, you know. Yeah, and it's not a bad life. Yeah. It's uh, tax free. It's in Texas. You don't pay income tax. Zeke's got to take care of that. Uh, take care of that labrum. Make sure that's uh, that's healthy in the post playing career here. Um, we did kind of and sort of the last thing I want to touch on because uh, as we said, you know, it, how relevant is it at this point? Um, there's something you said for for Dak himself, just specifically Dak. Uh, so had he been drafted by and and again not to keep picking on the Jaguars if it were the Jaguars if it were you know the Chiefs if it were the uh, Cardinals um, we might be having a different conversation about it. He's been out there as a pitch man. I mean he mm-hmm. is. Uh, I mean he's a, he's a one name guy. Everyone knows you say Dak. Everyone knows who Dak is. Yeah. Um. So he is already kind of an established pitch man at this point. So it's it's not quite the uh, the pure leap. Like if he if he is the Jaguars starting quarterback next year. It's not going to complete like completely go away. He'll still be on your TV in commercials. Maybe not quite as many, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's still he's still very a great spokesperson. He's still someone that I could build a, a brand around if that's the kind of thing that I considered. And you know, I talk to people who are connected to a lot of these big businesses, and you know, they want that. They you know say you know just give me this guy because he is. Great on the field. I, I think that a lot of people who made these bets leading into the season um, ended up capitalizing because, you know, we'll diverge a little bit from the central point of this. I mean, just look at some of the numbers. I mean, he obviously leads the league in passing right now. He's fifth in touchdowns. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, I mean, you know, if you look at next-gen stats, which I often like to do, I mean, his, his completion percentage is better than his expected completion percentage. Uh, this one I thought was interesting. He has the same snap to throw time as Lamar Jackson. So, you know, meaning that, you know, he's using his functional mobility in the same way as the best quarterback in football this year, which I think is is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's moving around um, well. He's evading defenses. You know, there's a lot of stuff that he's doing. Here's another thing that I thought was really interesting. I, I love this stat, the um, air yards to the sticks. Have you heard this before? Air yards to the sticks. Air no. yards. To the, so it's the average distance that a quarterback throws relative to the first down marker. Okay. Right. So yep. on every pass, how close is it to the first down marker or beyond? There are only he's one of six quarterbacks in the NFL with a with a plus, with a plus. So he's throwing past the beyond first down. The on average, throwing okay. beyond the first down marker. Like he's moving the ball down the field or at least attempting to move the ball yeah. down the field. He's as aggressive. There's aggressive throws percentage, right? He's as aggressive as Russell Wilson, which is great, right? It's not You're not Matt Stafford or yep. Eli Manning, but you're not Sam Darnold. You're, yeah. you're in that upper third tier, which is exactly where you want him to be. I mean, you know, Pepsi doesn't care about this, but... Um, <laughs> But if I'm anybody making a long-term bet on someone, this shows a clear ascension on the field and mm-hmm. continued relevance on the field. And then off the field, it only gets easier from there because if you're a good player and you're confident in who you are, you're probably going to be a good spokesperson. And I think Dak Prescott's a good spokesperson. I would hire him to do an ad for the MMQB podcast. Well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if he <laughs> checks in with the, I don't know, Dak.org, whatever, whatever, whatever he has to plug here. Uh, he's gonna. I mean, 
he's just going to sign with the Cowboys. That's that's yeah. the end game here. But uh, um, it's been fascinating. Like, I mean, really, man, I, I can't believe this is. You can go read the article right now. And nothing has changed. What are the Cowboys <laughs> worth to Dak? And, and everything's still there. <laughs> We're just getting a second life out of this mm-hmm. bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've, there's been some people who have had some interesting theories on what will happen next. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna botch the credit on this, but whoever it was knows who they are. You know, Tyron Smith's like the ten-year, hundred million dollar deal at the time was mind blowing for a left tackle, yeah. right? And that maybe we're we're leading towards a ten-year, four hundred million dollar deal for Dak Prescott, where Jerry Jones would do something ridiculous like that with the knowledge that okay, on the back end of this deal, it's going to save me a crazy amount of money because. You know the quarterback market is either gonna gonna go bananas now or very soon after that. Like if I'm anybody, and if you are hesitating about locking up your quarterback long term, do it now because Patrick Mahomes is going to destroy mm-hmm. the market, and then you're gonna have to beat that, and you're not gonna want to beat that because the guy you have is not as good as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and not to mention uh, for what it's worth, and and we talk on these shows a lot about how it is easier to stay healthy as a, as a quarterback and have longevity as a quarterback in, in this era. I mean, the guy the guy hasn't missed a game yet. In hasn't his missed a game, yeah. And, and, and granted, too, I mean, this is another thing that plays into why I'm surprised that he hasn't been signed yet because what's the most pressing window to hit if you're the Dallas Cowboys right now? It's that offensive line. It's winning while you still have that. That's the hardest thing to rebuild, right? Mm-hmm. And so you would need to get to a Super Bowl in that window, why would you even risk losing your quarterback at this point? <laughs> I mean, you're not going to put... We've already tried Cooper Rush and yeah. uh, you know everybody else behind that offensive line. You still need a good quarterback, and Dak's a good quarterback. Undrafted Romo to fourth-round Dak. <laughs> Maybe they... Eh, just take a third-rounder next year and just trust he'll... Uh, Johnny Manziel's available, man. He's ready <laughs> to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sometimes I forget about that. <laughs> Paxton Lynch was the other guy they wanted. They were desperate for Paxton Lynch, uh, the old uh, Peter King in the war room thing that year. Mm-hmm. Um, they were devastated. And then they wanted Connor Cook, and they were all bummed out when they couldn't get Connor Cook. Could and, have both uh, of them right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dream quarterback room for uh, uh, for Jerry here. But, uh, yeah. Look, they tripped and fell into their guy. Uh, we won't we won't deep dive uh, quarterback assessment. That's, that's for another time. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems like he's going to be their guy. Uh, Connor, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Gary. The MMQB NFL Thursday show is me, Gary Grambling. Thanks to Connor Orr for joining us this week. We are produced by Shelby Royston. SI's executive producer of podcasts is Scott Brody. Ben Eagle is director of editorial projects and product. Mark Mravick is emeritus editor of the MMQB. Andy Benoit is the founder of the MMQB NFL podcast. Keep up with our entire lineup of podcasts five days a week by subscribing to the MMQB NFL podcast for free on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, please do us a favor and leave a rating and review. It really does help other people find the show, which is also available on Spotify, Radio.com, Stitcher, SI.com, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.